And welcome back, fourth and long fans. It's your 40 correspondent, Coach Donnie Hess here, back with another off-season supporter chat. As you know, footy is done. So I like to get out there and keep footy in the discussion. So I like to talk to supporters. I like to talk to podcasts. So let's get this off-season started. I have a good friend of mine who I found in S in SA who I think I really need to talk to because I love her podcast. It is a no-bullshit podcast. I absolutely love it. Laws, thank you for joining me today anytime mr donnie thanks for having me coach all it's right all right good morning already. america or good afternoon america i don't know whichever one it is <laughs> it's starting late afternoon early evening and it is morning there the time difference is so much fun sometimes let's jump right into it before we start talking the footy i like knowing a little bit about the people that i'm talking with because it's fun to learn people so just a little bit about yourself away from the game of sure. footy of course. Well, I'm 35 now, so I'm not a spring chicken like I thought I used to be. Um, I live in South Australia now. My husband's from here. I have a little son. Another boy is on the way uh, due in April. So life's going to get very hectic for us. Um, I basically am a Fremantle girl. Uh, I, I won't ruin who I go for because I'm guessing you're going to ask me that later. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, I'm an, I'm an Italian background. So I've got a very Italian name, uh, but, you know, living in Australia is, is quite fun. And uh, I couldn't, uh, I guess we're lucky to live in Australia, but a big fan of America, been there three times. So I, I'm a bit of a traveler. I like traveling. It's good. Uh, and of course, I love wine and uh, beer, but at the moment I'm having none, I promise. <laughs> uh, love my sport. Yeah, I, I must admit, sport is a thing for me. Uh, even if I don't know anything about the sport, I'll watch it just to get a little bit of an interest. Um, yeah, I basically, you know, enjoy hanging out with my son and my husband, and I definitely don't mind a wine tour or two, that's for sure. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. But as everybody knows, I am the footy correspondent, so let's dive right into it. Football. Absolutely. It is crazy in Western Australia, in South Australia. So to the state you're from and the state you live in, footy is king. So I got to ask, what is your favorite thing about football? Oh, that's, a really, that's a really big question because – I think for someone like me, who's a real big fanatic, it's so, um, I, I could say everything is good about footy. Uh, when you're from Western Australia or South Australia, the rivalry is quite large. So West Coast, Fremantle, Port Adelaide, Adelaide Crows. Um, since living in both states, I, I think the Crows-Port rivalry is a little bit more uh, bashful, I guess. So uh, whereas the Fremantle West Coast isn't that bad, but they really don't like each other here in South Australia. I reckon the rivalry is the best thing about AFL. Constant rivalry. It's great to, to banter back and forth with fans of other clubs, uh, and then you're always, you're always going to upset someone. So for me, it's probably the rivalry is the best thing, and winning, of course. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> no one likes to lose. <laughs> absolutely absolutely love it so let, let's let's jump back in the time frame and time machine just a little bit can you remember your earliest footballing memory yeah definitely i would say uh okay i am a west coast supporter by the way not Fremantle, but i never would ever be Fremantle. that's for sure i would say <laughs> subiaco oval <laughs> subiaco oval i'm not sure if you're aware of it uh donnie i'm not sure mm -hmm. uh but it was one of the of the first grounds, I guess, in, in Western Australia. Uh, and there was no, they had a section where there was no seats. Um, so we used to sit on like concrete slab stairs. And it was quite funny because um, I went with my uncle and my cousin um, and we used to sit on those concrete stairs because the tickets were the tickets were cheap and really we were the only Eagles fans in our family. Um, so I think that probably my earliest memory is probably sitting on those slab, those slab chairs with no rain cover either. And, you know, in Perth, when it rains, it rains. Don't worry about that. So... That's probably one of my earliest memories, I, I would think, about footy. Yeah, I mean, I'm 35 now. I've been going for West Coast since I was about three or four. So, yeah, I'm going to go with my memory's not that good. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so as you said, you're, you're, you're a West Coast supporter. But I got to ask, Huge. How, how did you become a West Coast supporter? Was, was, it, was it a family thing or was it just you were kind of the, the black sheep that decided to go against the family? Or was it just a, a spur of the moment <laughs> choice? So I was born in 87 and West Coast started that year. My dad um, went for West Coast, but um, he said about by the age of about three, I was extremely addicted. And I, and I can see it because my son is, is two and a half and uh, he loves Eagles. And I just find it like, it's insane. Like, you know, he loves Nick Nat and, and, and uh, you know, a few of the other players. And I'm just like, wow, how do you like, 
how do you know these things? It's probably my fault. Um, so I started at a young age. And then when Fremantle came in, my sister was born. And my father and my mother decided to go for Fremantle. I was about seven or eight at the time. Um, and there was no way I was changing. No, I would never have changed. I wouldn't change now. Four flags later, I'm still not changing. <laughs> There's no way I would change. So it, my family all goes for Fremantle now. Yes, every awesome. single, my mum, dad, brother, and sister. Yeah. Yep. So, so I, I, I got to ask, how good is the banter at the fan in, 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 in for the West Coast Derbies? I got to ask, how is the banter? The banter's bad because it's not a banter. It's a, it's a fist fight. <laughs> you know us Aussies, mate. We don't give a shit. <laughs> if like we want to fight each other, we will. <laughs> yeah, it, that's great. It, sometimes, the banter, sometimes the banter is just as good. I, it, I, I've, I've, had ban- I've had banter back and forth with some Aussies about, about it. And, and, it and, it's, and I love it that they say it and they mean it, but they don't, they're not trying to be rude about it. They're very, no, they're very no. honest, but they're not like, they're not trying mm. to hurt your feelings. It's just, they're trying to take the piss out of you a little bit and, it, and it's hilarious. Absolutely. I absolutely love it. It's one of the things that I love about the, the Aussie culture in the way that there's going to be banter. They're going to take the living piss out of you, but they absolutely enjoy it. And at the end of it, you can shake hands and respect, as long as you respect each other, it, it's, it's going to be fun to just go back and forth. Absolutely love it. So well, people love my Facebook. So my sister and I, we have a lot of banter on the Facebook and people, uh-huh. we get quite nasty on there. So people enjoy that. Um, I won't give you my Facebook page because you don't want to see that. Oh boy. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So we'll stay with this. What was the first Eagles item that you ever were given or bought? I think uh, my uncle, my uncle, my uncle, Julio, I call him Zio, but obviously Italian, we're talking to an Aussie. So we, we'll go back to the Australian way. I think he may have bought me a scarf. Like I said, um, I've got my mum has boxes full of shit um, that is mine that does not fit. Um, that is West Coast, and yeah, she. I mean, I I remember t-shirts and jumpers from back in the nineties um, that I've seen in photos, and I'm like, do you still have that, mum? And she's like, no, we got rid of that. And I'm like, what? I'm like, that stuff is like awesome, but yeah, I, I'd say it's scarves, scarves or jumpers or something like that. Um, yeah, my old man would have bought it for me back in the day. Again, I'm 35 now, so the memory's not uh, not too good, but I'd say it would have been something to do with a scarf or a jumper. Yeah, without a doubt. That's that's awesome. I, it's great. I've I've heard I've seen baby I've seen baby onesies before. Some of them are some of them are really good. Some of the some of the, the different items that people have started off with. So I mean, you said it, you're a very unabashed Eagles fan. Can you describe to me your fandom? Because I know fandom is different with a lot of people. Some people are diehard. Some people consider diehard an an evil word. I consider it kind of a good explanation of when you live and die almost every day by how your team does. So describe to me your fandom of the West Coast Eagles. Eagles fans are, um, I'm going to put this in a nice way. We are very, um, I guess, selfish a little bit. Um, we don't like we don't like losing. That's the thing with Eagles fans. Um, losing to us is not something within our within our fandom. We don't like it. Um, we we people not people jump off ship, but you know you you'll see it on last year especially or this year whatever um, last season. I mean, uh, people were, were quick to hack the side very quickly. So we're a bit we're a bit spoiled. I'll, I'll say we're a bit spoiled. We've been spoiled for success um, and to have a bit of failure is not in our blood. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't enjoy this year at all. So, yeah, no, I think we're a bit spoiled. But uh, if you meet a West Coast fan, they're not just a West Coast fan. They, they bleed blue and gold. That's 100% truth. They're not just a, a turncoat who will then go for Geelong because they run the flag. They're a West Coast fan. And generally, I think nine times out of ten, they wouldn't change. So I, I'm going to go with they're, they're a bit spoiled. <laughs> I think we're spoiled anyway. Four flags in 35 years. <laughs> Can't recall. Everybody handle everybody handles success differently. Everybody handles things differently. Everybody responds differently. It, it, it's great, and, and, and I love this because I'm going to go off. I'm going off a tiny bit of a tangent here. Is that very much in the American society, we're very fickle. We like to switch sides because mm-hmm. of of winners. I think it, yes. it's one thing that sometimes I get a little upset about when it comes to American society is we're very much of we want to support winners. We only want to support winners. So we change sides. So I so I gotta ask, and I know this doesn't happen very often very very much in the Australian culture. Have you ever thought about changing sides? Never, not once, no chance. If you know me and and my friends will tell you there is no way 
um, in the world that I've ever, ever, ever changed. So, you know, I, I probably after the Ben Cousins saga, um, it was really um, devastating as an Eagles fan. I said if the club went through something like that again, I'd, I'd be pretty pissed off. Then we went through the Willie saga and I thought, oh, it wasn't too bad. But now that Willie's gone, I'm probably, I'm okay with it a lot. I'm actually really okay with Willie being gone now because I think, yeah, we don't need we don't need that um, that bullshit, that failure that we had in the club with the Ben Cousins stuff. And I love Ben, don't get me wrong. I know he went down the wrong path, but, you know, I'm still a fan. Uh, but, yeah, no, I just, no, I would never change. Uh, and if I did, I think people would say I've been knocked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'm not an American who goes for a random team in uh, in another in another state. I don't get that either. If you're an American, you're living in Philly. You're going for the Philadelphia Eagles, right? You're not going for the New York Jets. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you're not going for the the Rams. Well, that, well, well, then you then you get people like me that technically I don't have a prof I don't have a professional team in my state in most of the sports. So it's like you kind of get free ah. reign to kind of pick. And, you do. and and again, it, it is one of those where it's like, there are people that are just random, like my very few of my professional sports teams are within a drive because I like unique nicknames. And, and I've told you this numerous times, many of the podcasts know I, I didn't pick the swans as my AFL team because it was simple. I picked it because it's a unique nickname. It's not something that I, that you normally see in athletics. And it's the same thing with most of my teams over here. My NHL team is the Buffalo Sabres. Buffalo, New York is 10 hours away from me. It's nowhere close. My favorite baseball team, and maybe it was because my father was the Atlanta Braves for the longest time. My favorite NFL team, not that I really watch the NFL very much, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Most of my professional teams are nowhere close to me because I like unique nicknames. So it's it's a very interesting thing where it's like, at least with Australia, at least with most of the states in Australia, you have a team there. So it's easier to kind yeah. of latch on there. Like, like I said, as you said, West in, with, with Perth and Western Australia, you have Fremantle and you have West coast. At least you have two options. Mm. Victoria, you're sto- you're, you're a little spoiled. You got 10 teams, but we, we won't go there. So. <laughs> well, I've but, got, I've got friends and family who are Carlton, Geelong, mm-hmm. uh, Richmond. Uh, what else we got? We got some, oh, okay, I guess we've got a few Sydney in there as well. So look, WA or even South Australia, right? I see a lot of people at the shops and they're wearing mm-hmm. a Hawks or a, you know, or, or even Eagles. I've seen a few Eagles here in South Australia. I'm not sure if they're, they're ex-West Aussies like myself, but um, yeah, I'm, I think in West Australia, you're actually fine. I mean, one of my best mates is a true blue Carlton supporter. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I find that just super weird. She was born in Perth <laughs> in Fremantle. So, you know. It happens. Uh, it happens. <laughs> you, you, you find you find your team in the weirdest of ways. So 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 we'll go we'll go back to it. As you said, you, one of your earliest memories was going to Subiaco Oval, which I remember. I remember Subi mm-hmm. because it Optus hadn't been built yet when the early seasons that I watched. I thought Subiaco was absolutely a fantastic ground. I miss it because it did have such an intimate atmosphere. So, can you remember the first Eagles game that you ever attended? Oh, I couldn't. No, I'd say my uncle would have taken me. I, I remember the first, like in my memories, my first memories would be, I remember a game against Port Adelaide. And this was a long time ago and it pissed down with rain and it did not stop. And we, again, had no cover under us. And um, my little cousin, he would have been, geez, I reckon he would have been eight or nine. So yeah, I could have been about. 13 or something like that. And my uncle took us. It was a special treat because he worked a lot, so he could never take us. We were too young to go on our own. So I reckon Eagles Port, we got smashed. It rained. My uncle wanted to leave at halftime because my cousin was so little and he was getting drained on. Like, he was getting saturated. And I was like, no, Zero, like, we have to stay to the end. And we did stay to the end, even though we got pumped. Uh, that's probably one of my earliest memories, I, I would think, at Subio. Yeah, definitely. Because I would have been about, yeah. 12 or 13 at least something like that awesome awesome yeah for sure every everybody's member everybody's first game is always interesting so we'll go to we'll go to a positive one can you remember do you have a favorite player at the club from the past and do you have a favorite player currently on the men's side yeah oh pass is hard because if you like people know me like i've never really been one to be like oh my favorite player is such and such i i think Myself, I love the team as a whole and I'm always, uh, you know, like I won't, I'll try and stick up for every player because obviously every player cops a bit of shit, you know, regardless of who they are, you know what I mean? Uh, how good they are as well. 
I think back in the day, uh, a few of my favourites, I think Glenn Jackovich is one of my big favourites. Um, big Jacko, uh, if you know who he is, you know one of the best footballers, he was, he was a champion. And he's a really nice guy outside of footy as well, by the way, uh, Jacko is. Um, yeah, I, I, it's hard because, yeah, I just loved it so much. I mean, Juddy was a big, big favourite of everyone's. I mean, I love Judd because I think he probably single-handedly won us the 06 grand final along with Ben Cousins. But you're probably right. You can't go past Ben Cousins. I don't think any, and especially being a female, Ben Cousins was probably the hottest player in the AFL for a very long time. He probably still <laughs> is the hottest man in the AFL, to be fair. <laughs> so um, yeah, Benny Cousins was, you know, look, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't um, commend what he did outside of the field, but what he did on the field was was special. And I don't think, um, I don't think anyone who isn't, well, if you know, if you're a West Coast fan, we were privileged to a man called Ben Cousins. We really were, and Chris Judd as well, and. Um, so that's probably my area that I was at. Now I think um, I, I love the man. Oh, well, you know, he's gone now. JK, but I I, I have a really um, I don't know. I, I love Jack Darling. I must admit, I'm a big Jack Darling fan. I think everyone gives him shit, but um, Jack, when do you, when, I think I think we'll see next year. But Jack's going to have a ripper year without uh, Josh Kennedy because he's going to be the main man along with Oscar Allen. So I love Jack. Um, obviously, Nick Nat's great. You know, it's always fun to watch Nick Nat play. Um, I mean, you know, Luke Shuey, I do love Luke Shuey too. So, again, I can't sit here and pick a favourite player. It's just not in me. I'm sorry, Donnie, it's not it's, in me. It's not a problem. As, as, I've said, as I've said in a few podcasts, it's like picking your favourite child if you've got multiple kids. It, it's 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 a, it's mm-hmm. nothing that you really want to put some people through because some people, they do. They enjoy yeah. different players and different things like that. And it, it, it is yeah. fascinating. And, and again, you've got a lot of you got a lot of guys on this West Coast team that they're they're hard not to like. I mean, Nick Knight, like I said, I just wish he'd get his body right. He he just can't stay healthy. I think yeah. that's one of the things that's really hurt him. Luke Shuey's the hamstrings. I if you could just find a way to get his hamstrings to behave. I, I think West Coast, yeah. I think West Coast, that's been their biggest issue the last couple of years. It's just the injury bug has just really, really hurt them a lot. So yeah, and then and the COVID you, bug. <laughs> unfortunately we'll, we'll, we'll go there so so let's let's go to let's go to happy memories before we start focusing on the what what is the, here in a little bit what is your most memorable moment as a west coast eagles supporter oh this one's a tough I, I think um i think 2006 was um uh well yeah i i honestly 2006 was the biggest blur but probably one of the happiest Times besides I mean, of course, um, because obviously 92 and 94 I was quite little, but 06 was pretty special. I mean, 05 was devastating, I was quite sad for about six to seven weeks. It was very hard to get over losing 05. Uh, yes, your folks won, and that's probably why I hate Sydney probably the most at any AFL team, not not because of the club or anything, just because we lost to them. <laughs> Sorry, Donnie. Um, but yeah, 06 was pretty good. I mean, I remember I didn't go to, I didn't go to the grand final, uh, stayed in Perth, but. Um, uh, the celebrations after were pretty special. Um, and then when they brought the cup back to Subiaco Road or Patterson's, I think it was called Patterson's back then. I think I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, Patterson's because we were going to Patterson's by then. Um, were we in Subi still? I can't remember what it was called. It must be called Patterson's in 2006. I could be wrong. Um, that's how far my memory back doesn't go. But yeah, I think 06 was pretty special. I'm the old 06, I think. Yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with that, and I take no I take no offense from it. I thought 05 and 06 <laughs> was a great was a great two years in the in the fact that both teams won one, and the second one was almost as good, if not better, than the first one was was fantastic. So well, well, not not, not I a, say the sequel was better than the prequel, was it? Is that what I, I think how I think sequel. Howie in the call said he who who would have thought the sequel would have been better than the original? I think was the call or something. And that's that true. And it was it was it that's was the greatest it was a call really of all good time. game absolutely champagne absolutely. footy so we'll, we'll go from the high unfortunately to the low as, as you kind of mentioned unfortunately this year the west coast eagles did not have i think the season that they wanted to so just really quickly and, and if you want to do spite here here's your show box thoughts on this last west coast eagles men's season uh, this was disappointing i don't think i've ever been disappointed in a west coast side um in my in my life like i've had this year every game you know, I thought we were showing something and then all of a sudden they just shut down. It was like they kicked three or four goals and then, then West Coast would just go to sleep. Um, I don't know whether it was personnel or they just didn't have the pre-season that they wanted. Um, so, look, it's, it's, as an Eagles fan who loves them dearly, it was very hard to um, back them up every week. 
it was very hard to, to, to not cop the criticism. So I copped a lot of it on the chin because I thought, well, we probably deserve it. And, and that's the thing. I think when you, you can, when you, you've got to realise when your club's shit, um, and we were shit. There is no other way to explain West Coast. We won two freaking games of football. Uh, once, one against North Melbourne, who won the wooden spoon. Is that right? Yeah, North Melbourne. Yep. No, it wasn't North Melbourne. It was no, it wasn't North Melbourne. It was Essendon and um, Collingwood. Sorry, Uh, Essendon Collingwood. We lost the one to North Melbourne. Correct. (laughs) Yep, because that was their only one. I was was like, my brain is my brain's going. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because Collingwood lost. Because Collingwood lost that one, and then they went on that nice. Then they went on that run. It's like absolutely. I wanted them to win the flag, by the way. Um. So it was terrible. It was terrible as a fan who, who loves the club. And again, you know, Twitter was pretty hectic too. Like West Coast fans copped it, especially from Frio fans. Um, they enjoyed their first year of six, real success, I guess, in a long time. So they thought they had a bit of authority to pump on the Eagles fans. But, you know, that's okay. You know, that's a little brother, big brother thing. It's fine. You know, and I, I think... You know, a lot of it was warranted. Fremantle had a really good year, and you can't blame them. I mean, they, they were not far off a big final series. So, to me, you know, yeah, it was disappointing. I don't want to do that again. I definitely don't want to have to go through that again. I'm not interested in that. So, I pray that West Coast don't do that again. I pray. I, I don't. I don't wish. I don't wish the wooden, the close to the wooden spoon on anybody. Unfortunate, unfortunately. And and yeah. I and I have several friends that are huge North Melbourne fans, and I try to I commiserate as much with them because. I mean, uh, even as a Swans supporter, I mean, there was, there was 19 and 20. I mean, you get, you got the Swans fan got hung shit because they were down there and they're, they're the bottom two. So I know exactly how you feel on that one. It's hard to get up and to watch the game when you know your team is not most likely going to win. And unfortunately this year, it it, mm. it did get ugly and, and it just, it just didn't start off well and it just never really recovered injury, COVID yeah. drama, everything like that. So it's just, it was just, you're hoping that this was the, you, you got the shit, the shit year done. And now this year Absolutely. you kind of have your bounce, you kind of have your bounce back. So we, we, we jumped to that. We're, we're, we're through the off season. We're through the, the sign and trade. We're through the draft we're through the draft. Do you keep an eye on the off season at all? And, and if so, if you nah. do keep an eye on it, nope. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how do you... <laughs> and why is that? Because I just have to switch off when you spend the whole season barracking for your side and you know you get so into it and you've got to watch them lose you know generally week after week and then as soon as off season comes I switch off you won't see me tweet about it unless wanting the fixtures because I want to know what's going on uh yeah I switch off I mean I watch the draft no problem Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that I don't understand when people act like the guys that each team drafts is going to be the next Chris Judd because that's probably not going to happen um besides Nick Dacos um I think you'll be the next Chris Judd. I'm going to write this down. It's 100%. I think it's going to happen. Um, and argue with that one. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I just don't, yeah, I just have to switch off. I spend so much energy on West Coast during the season that it's time to spend time with the family and, and probably switch off a lot. So I get into the A League. I don't mind Perth Glory. So um, I've been following them my whole life. So yeah, I, I switch off. I do. But I, I read the news. I do. I, I, you know, keep an eye on it, but I'm not, um, I'm not too fast to win the 2K trial. I'm not too fast to who, who's not training on uh, what are we ninth of December? I'm not fast. No. Or what you I, got? I, what I you got in the what, or what you got in the trade sign? The sign and trade period. What free agents you sign? Again, every everybody fans differently. Everybody go t- tunes in yeah. differently, and and there there is no perfect fan. Like that's the one thing I I tell to a lot of people is there is no perfect fan. Everybody's going to fan differently. Everybody's no. going to handle it differently. So there's there's absolutely no judge no judgment on that. Um, all right, we'll, we'll jump. We'll jump to it. Uh, we got the bad year out. Do you have any expectations next year? Do you think they bounce back up the ladder? Do you think kind of what are your thoughts? Do you think of next year? Listen, I think West Coast is going to win more than two games next year. Mark my words. It's I not sure hope so. Again. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, Tommy. I'm not sure I'm ready for another year of Twitter with two wins. <laughs> I no. I think I think I'm happy to win six to eight games. Um, and if we can get eight to ten, we're lucky. But I'm not expecting to be in the top eight. No, I don't think I have that expectation. But I'm expecting big years from Nick Dadanui, Luke Shuey, Jack Darling, Oscar Allen. Uh, probably Elliot Yo, 
Um, and and down, I mean, down back was perfect last year. Tom Barras was probably our best player. So, mm. and he copped the ball more than the average player. So, um, you know, and he won, he won our best Veras, which I'm, I'm, I'm glad for Tom. And he's, he's a really nice guy. And um, I think he'll be the captain of the West Coast. Um, either if it's not this year, it'll be next year. Sorry, I mean, not next season, season after. I think they'll vote Luke Shuey captain next year again. Um, I, I remember 2018 uh, watching Luke and how happy he was to win a flag at West Coast and really meant a lot because he's a Victorian. And you don't think that a Victorian is going to buy into a, a West Australian club like Luke did. Um, you know, you thought JK's retirement was sad. But I think Shannon Hearn and Luke Shuey retiring at West Coast will be even, even sadder. Um, probably Shannon because he's the game's record holder, but also because these guys aren't West Australians. Um, and, you know, and they've, um, I guess, they've come to, you know, I guess play in Western Australia and adapted to the life of a West Aussie. Uh, Luke's obviously got a family and Shannon, you know, he, he's a South Australian boy, but, geez, he, he loves WA because he hasn't wanted to leave. Um, so, look, I, and I think we'll get a few retirements next year. I think, uh, I think Luke and Shannon will retire. So the next crop has to come up. Um, but I think guys like Chesser and Hewitt and, and Gimby, They've got these big raps on them, and even Cully, even and Clark and West, um, even Barnett. I've heard a bit about him now, obviously being a South Aussie. So these guys have potential to be the next, the next best West Coast side. Whether they are next year, I'm not sure, but six to eight wins would be a tick for me. Six to eight wins, at least double that too, because I'm not, I'm not dealing with two wins. No, I, I well, I don't, think, I don't think Simpson will survive a two-win season. Um, and if that's the case, I think your mate Dean Cox will be back at West Coast if that happens. I was I was just about to ask you if 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 you don't have a successful season again next year, do you think that's Simpson's last year at at the head at the at the helm? And it'll be interesting. I know Dean I, Dean Cox has found himself in, in a nice nice little situation at Sydney, so it'd be fascinating to see would 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 the call of West Coast uh, get him out of Sydney and back to West Coast. That's it's a fascinating storyline to think about so, so we, we we won't stay we won't stay in the doldrums very often we won't stay in the doldrums very often <laughs> we'll, we'll switch over because i i am a huge aflw supporter and i absolutely love the sport i think i think the league is growing leaps and bounds do you keep an eye on the aflw and if you do what were your thoughts on season seven again the eagles a, a very change side but i think they surprised some people with how well they played this year yeah so, so yes and no, because I guess footy's off. And then I, I will watch an, a random Eagles game. And I watch, I watch the, the grand final a tiny bit. I love women's sports. I mean, I played uh, soccer for uh, 14 years. So I had a, quite a lengthy career in women's sports. It's not backed enough. That's the problem. I think the AFLW is just not backed enough. And that's my issue with it. I think um, more money needs to be pumped into it. Um, you probably didn't need 18 sites so quickly in season seven. Um, you know, there are a few games where sides only scored one, two, three points. That makes it unwatchable a little bit because you don't, you, I guess we don't expect to watch a game, you know, if soccer's okay, you watch soccer, right? And zero, zero, that's fine because mm-hmm. that can potentially always be a result, right? Um, but when you watch an AFL game, AFLW, this kept sense, when a team kicks 80 points and the other team kicks zero, it's not very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually quite draining to watch. You think, oh, well, you know, you don't really want to sit through a whole game. I think the league needs to pump more money into it. I think these girls need to be paid more money. Um, and probably the talent needs to probably, from that draft, we need to step up the talent a tiny bit. Maybe the mm-hmm. age, maybe. Maybe get older girls in rather than the, the, I don't know what the draft age is in the AFLW. I'm going to guess 18. It's, it's, it's the same. It's yeah. the same as the boys. And and I'll, right. I'll, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna step on you, but I, I, everything that I'm hearing, this will be an overage draft this year to kind of. I think to supplement some of the youth ages, because again, this last year, you had a lot of schoolgirls. You had a lot of 18 year olds who were still in their yeah. 12th, in their, in their 12th year exam, BCE, whatever it is in each of the States. I know it's different. I'm not going to try and figure it out. Yeah. Year 12 was hard for, for a lot of them. And, and then you added on some other girls, went interstate, I know with, with Sydney, we had, we had Montana ham who was going victoria to new south wales every week to play to play into hers so i like that the aflw has done this that this year is going to be an overage draft so it's going to be nobody 18 years old which i think is a really good idea because i think it lets the youth in the nab leagues keep their talent let that developmental growth happen 
I 100% agree with you. I think finances is still not where it needs to be. I'm, I'm tired of the knuckle draggers that scream about the score because I think there, there can be a great game of footy that only has 17 points scored. If you both teams play champagne, good defensive footy, I think it can be very entertaining. Do I agree with you? The blowout losses are hard. Yes. I'm a Swans fan. I watched an hundred point loss. Okay. I know that yeah. feeling, but the thing though is, is that you got to remember AFLW is a little different. They play by different rules and there's only 16 aside. It's not 18. And I think that's my biggest frustration is many people that are commenting, they don't know that difference. It's not the men's. They mm. don't have 150 years worth of coaching experience season. This is the seventh year that these women are being paid as professionals. Again, I put that in quotations because they're still not full-time. They're still part-time mm. professional athletes. So expecting the results to be the same as the men is ludicrous to me. And, and again, I am, I am not making fun of the people that comment that, but I'm just, you have to, you can't say that and then get angry when somebody calls you out going, do you know the difference between the men and the women? Because if you don't, your comment is more sexist than it is accurate. And that's my biggest Absolutely. issue I have. And as a male I get frustrated because I see how talented these these ladies are. These these female footballers, some of these are hellaciously good footballers. Some of them, I believe they are better than some of the men's players. I don't care what people say. I believe it, and I can prove it to you. Look at a woman like Mon Conti from the Richmond Tigers. You can't freaking tell me that she's not better than some of the blokes running around in the AFL. I'm sorry. I will argue with you all day on that. So... I can 100% agree with you. I I think this, I think this league, it just needs to, it just needs to mature. It just needs a little bit of time. People have to have patience, but you have to support it. We need to get more people watching the games because if you watch it, it's going to grow. This, this is a very, this is a sapling. It's going to grow. And when it grows, people are going to be surprised. So I, I don't mean to go on my AFLW rant there, but I'm one of those. I really <laughs> enjoy this. I've talked with with several players on this. I think this is a league that needs the investment. I it, it will make money if you continue to put money into it. It will make money. Trust me, there is plenty of fan support there. So now that I've went on my, I, 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 you, Donnie, I, I, that's that's all I'm about. It's the financial stuff. They need yep. they more money pumped into it. I mean, you look now. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of it. Sam Kerr is one of the biggest soccer players, mm-hmm. female-wise, we're talking in the world. Actually, probably she beats half miles too. Um, and you know, it's funny, you 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 walk out in the streets and a lot of little girls, sometimes even little boys, are wearing a Sam Kerr t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get to that point where you're gonna have people rocking up to AFL men games wearing an AFLW jumper. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen. And oh, and that's great, and it's good for the game. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I, I, again, when, when the AFL season is pretty much over, I'm pretty much Dunsky. I'm on to the A-League. Um, so I've watched a random game here and there. But you're mm-hmm. right. It probably needs uh, a lot more support, but I think it's the financials. I think, you know, if the AFL wants to make something of it, maybe try and, I don't know, even make the, even make the oval a bit shorter. I don't see what the problem is making it a bit shorter. But I but I understand so that. But, but, here, but here's my argument to that. When, when women play f- soccer, do they change the size of the goals of the field? No. When they play basketball, do they change the size of the the hoops? No. I don't want to change the dimensions. I think make it 18 aside again. Why are we playing 16 aside with females who biologically, and and again, this is, there are, there are females that can outkick men, but on an average, biologically females kick a little bit shorter. So why not have 18 aside? I I've stated this. And I yeah. think a few people have agreed with me. I think the men and women should switch games. I think the men should be playing 16 aside with the lasso rule and with less people on their lists. I think the women's should be bigger lists, 18 aside and no lasso rule. I bet you, if you did that, you would see, you would see some changes. Some people are like it's going to get too, too congested with 18 aside for the girls. No, it's not because right now it's still congested at 16 aside and one girl, one, one woman kicks it out of the pack. And then you have 12 running after it because there's only mm. 16 aside instead of 18. If you got 18, there's four more players take up that space. Boom. Now we have more con- continuity in the footy. So let's, let's not mm. stay on that one. I, I could talk about that for days. <laughs> so, so, so we jumped through that. We've talked about that. Do you, do you keep an eye on AFLW? Do you have a favorite AFLW player? 
look, I mean, I, I follow West Coast because I go for West Coast, I guess. Um, but I must admit, watching, um, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to think of her name. It's, she plays for the Dockers. Turbo, is it? Is that her name? Turbo? Yep, Kiera Bowers. That's a nickname. Kiera Bowers. Wow. She can tackle. She can tackle a bloke without a doubt. She is a beast. Um, my, my friend works for the Fremantle Women. Um, mm. She works for the within the club for the AFLW. And um, nah, nah, Kirabelle, I reckon she's she's a superstar. That chick. She's uh, Kirabelle, yeah. when she tackles, I just think, fuck, I do not want her to tackle me because she would break my ribs. So um, <laughs> to be fair, I don't want to play AFL. Like I don't want to play AFL myself. Um, purely because I don't think I have the body for it. As in, mm-hmm. I think I'll get made piss. Um, I've had two knee reconstructions already. I had mm. my first one at 19. So I don't think I have the body for AFLW, but I'm telling you, if she was coming at me, I'm giving her the ball straight away. She's <laughs> a ball. She had one game this year. I think she had 22 tackles in a game. And I, and I, I, have, I, have, a fellow, I have a fellow podcaster, uh, Craig, who said, he, honestly, he goes, I think the Fremantle Dockers should hire her as a tackling coach for the men because absolutely. she's that she's that good as a tackler i absolutely 100 agree with that so. don't steal the idea i think i think west coast should hire her Fremantle's good at tackling. don't worry about that west coast should be hiring her as a right. specialist. absolutely <laughs> fantastic okay so we're, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun now we're, we're gonna have some fun questions I'm, I'm i'm gonna let you have a lot of fun i'm going to install you as the men's list manager you can pick any player from the competition from any of the 17 sides one player who's the one player you think you would add to the west coast eagles nick dacos and i'm not even joking he is the next chris judd ladies and gentlemen he is a superstar that child i have never and i tell you what i watch i try to watch most afl games i try because when you talk to people you probably want to have a little bit of a knowledge behind each game rather than just having a guess and mm-hmm. i'm not really a, i don't like to guess because i think guessing does really do well in an argument Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of Collingwood games this year because I, I like Collingwood. As an Eagle fan, I like Collingwood because of Mick Malthouse. Um, when he left West Coast, it was very, you know, devastating. But we got Busher and, you know, that made it a bit easier. But um, I love, I actually really, actually, I really love Collingwood, to be fair. Uh, I, and when we beat them, it was, it's nice to beat them. Don't worry about that. It's nice to watch a Collingwood fan cry. Um, but <laughs> Nick Dacos is special. I don't think, I don't think we've ever seen a kid that special, the way he glides with the footy in his hand, um, he was just in there and everywhere, and he just does not give up. He just goes hard, and he's a little dude. I don't think he's even that big. He looks little on the screen. I mean, he's probably got big muscles and, you know, things, and he's probably got the fitness of an absolute champion, but he's the guy West Coast would love. That, that'd be our next Chris Judd. But I'm hoping that, um, you know, Cully or Chesser or um, even Hewitt even become become that next Chris Judd for us. Even Gindy, they're talking this kid up. I mean, I don't really follow the, the, the second tier AFL, like the waffle, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I've watched a few games here and there. Mm-hmm. But they're talking this kid up big. So, you know, if we get a Chris Judd out of that, I'd be pretty stoked. But, yeah, I think Nick Dacos would be something like I'd want at West Coast, without a doubt. Wouldn't even think twice. Awesome, awesome. I, I got I to ask this. You, you, you're a Perth girl. You're living in SA. And so I got to ask this two seasons until this last season, the previous two seasons, the grand final had been held outside of Victoria for the first time in years when it comes to the AFL slash VFL grand final. So as an S as an S as essay resident and a, and a purse girl, do you think it would be better to have a traveling grand final, a little bit like the American NFL Super Bowl where it always moving, or do you kind of like the tradition of it being at the MCG? No, must be the MCG. There's no doubt about it. Sorry, Donnie. I, I, I love, I love, I love off the stadium. It's one of the best stadiums in, in Australia. I think it's probably number two after the MCG. Um, and don't get me wrong, that Western Bulldogs Melbourne Grand Final was awesome. It was so. It was just look. It was. It was. We put on a good show. Mm-hmm. Australia WA put on a great show. Don't they get me did. wrong. We had that whole week was just epic. The town was buzzing. But it belongs at the MCG, and that's where it should stay for its rest of its life. And I don't think COVID's going to ruin a grand final again. So I don't think we'll ever have to ask this question again, <laughs> or we'll ever have to deal with this question because I think we're done. I once, think once MCG. The, 
once the 50 year contract comes out, it'll be interesting to see. And again, that's, that's a long time from now, but it's a very yeah. interesting, it's a very, it, I don't think there's a perfect answer because I think, again, it, it really is. Are you a tradition? Are you a kind of traditionalist as they say, which again, it's not really tradition because it moved to the MCG at some time. I, I heard this somewhere that's, it hasn't even, the MCG has only been like a 30 or 40 year thing that because you had Waverly and in, in the early years of the VFL, it wasn't in one specific place, mm. but I, I really, Really, I, I, I don't have an an argument against either way. Like, I think it would be cool mm -hmm. because, I mean, my issue that I would have with the MCG is, what if you get a Gold Coast GWS Grand Final? And again, I don't think this is happening anytime soon. But I mean, how how is that Grand Final going to go? Because you have a New South Wales and a Queensland. I mean, who's going to want to go? <laughs> so, and I know it's it's pie, no, it's pie in the sky. Oh, I know people will go. It's it's <laughs> the it's go. the corporate it's the corporate thing. Three quarters of the tickets will go to the yeah. corporate. So there will be people there, but it's it's the fan bases of the the clubs. It's that 30,000 30, there is how how do those but it's a very interesting question. Again, I I agree with you. I think Perth did very well. I think the GABA actually did really, really well the first year. Um it was very fascinating. It then yeah. sparked it then well, and then and then it sparks the question of do you want it at two do you want it at two thirty Eastern Australian time or do you want it at prime time? I'm not gonna get into that argument because some people have very 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 angry reactions when you say i i i've i've stated it i think it's going to be a prime time very soon i think the people that are buying the rights to this want it at prime time because they're going to get bigger numbers again it's a feel it's not a i don't have a specific reason why so it's it's it's, it's another question of do you want the do you want the traditional 230 in the middle of the afternoon grand final or do you want a prime time or twilight grand final I don't care. I actually don't care. I'm sorry, Donnie. I don't know why people give such a fuck. And that's well, honest truth. It's, it's as long as it's on the day, on the day, I don't care what time. It is. I 100% I agree with you. And most of the people that I've heard that, that, that piss a bitch are Victorians. And they're like, well, <laughs> da, da, da. and I'm like, well, yes, but you have to understand you aren't the only state watching this game. South Australia is watching it. Perth is watching it. So Western Australia is watching it. Yeah. Queensland and New South Wales want to watch it. But if you ask most people in those states that are football fans, they don't want it in the afternoon. They want it in the evening. So it's easier to watch. I'm like, most of the arguments that I hear for, we want it staying at 2.30 are Victorians. Very few SA and, and, and WA <laughs> fans that I've talked with have said, yeah, we it has to be a 2.30. No, they don't really care. They're a lot like what you said, they either want it later or they just want it to stop being a conversation, but it's, it's the visceral reaction by many Victorians is, is very fascinating to me. And again, I have no problem with that because they're passionate. I understand that. All I'm saying, I'm just putting out a suggestion of a thought process. So that's that's why I say that. So speaking of yeah, that- Yeah, I mean- you know, actually saying that, as a Perth person, we would see the game at 12.30, and it was awesome. Like, we're talking, everyone, you, you know, the shots will be booming in the morning, 9 o'clock to, to like 11.30, quarter to 12. The shots will be going nuts. You're buying your snaggers, your beers, everything. And then that 12.30 hits, and you can hear a pin drop in the whole of Western Australia. Mm -hmm. you, if you didn't like footy, that's when you go shopping. Yep. And then by the time it's finished, it's 3 o'clock, 3.30, right? And then that's it. Everyone's at the pub. Everyone's mm -hmm. at the pub. Then we're going to the nightclubs. So for Perth people, the 12.30 time slot for us, 2.30 in Victoria, is great. I think the year that we had the grand final at about – the Perth time, I think it was – It's like five. Know, it was like five because they wanted it prime time I was pissed in, in before Victoria. the game started. Yep. <laughs> I was already pissed before the game started, so it didn't really matter. So I think that's another thing too. You're already smashed before the game starts. You can't even watch the game. Not that I give a shit because I don't go for Western Bulldogs or Melbourne, mm -hmm. but you know I'm not fussed about the time. Just play the goddamn game in September because it's the last day in September. That's how it should be, and and that's my opinion. I don't care about the time. Do what they want. Whatever, just get it on the day. I just want to watch the game. I, I absolutely love it. So let's let's go to something recent. In in fact, being an being an SA resident, I really got to hear this. The the AFL has done its own version of Magic Round in the NRL, as they call it. I, I think it just came out today, called the Gather Round, which will be I, I think it's April fourth, the weekend of April fourteenth, and all eighteen clubs will be in SA. 
So I got to ask, as an SA resident, how excited is South Australia for the gather round? And do you plan on going to any of the games? Well, Donnie, the truth is I'm two weeks. Well, in that time period, I'll be two weeks away from giving birth. (laughs) So I'll be about 36 (laughs) weeks pregnant, we think. I think about 36, something like that. Anyway, I'm not counting. And I will go to the West Coast Geelong game um, 100%. Will I get to another game? I will try, just depending on how I feel. Um, But I I just read today, as an Eagles fan, I get, or as an Eagles member, I get three tickets for free because I've got three memberships in my, in my, um, mm-hmm. actually, i probably get four to be there. Um, and I might take my son to this one because I don't think the Oval will be packed out. Um, am I excited? 150,000%. Without a doubt. I think it's such a cool thing. I know the NRL does it. Not that I watch a second of NRL. I'm very sorry to anyone that loves NRL. I don't. I've got no interest in it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Even though my father is a rugby loving man. Um, but I am, I think it's great. And you know, the South Australians, like some of them are a bit mm, about it, um, but they don't realize what it's going to do for their hotels, their restaurants, uh, even their cafes. Uh, you know, it's going to pump their tourism, which I think Australia or internally, um, we Australia's missed out on the last two and a half years of really good tourism due to COVID. Um, so I think any state should be stoked that um, a bunch of people from other states are coming over to watch their, their football team. Uh, was I stoked with playing Geelong in Adelaide? Well, I don't want to play them at GMBHA Stadium. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I would prefer... I would a house of horrors down play. there, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, don't even remind me. Um, <laughs> um, I don't even want to think about those. Um, I, I think I would have been happy playing Gold Coast or GWS, to be fair, mm-hmm. at Norwood Oval or, or even down in... in um, I think it's Mount Barker Oval, I think one of the games is. But mm-hmm. I am so shocked that Fremantle Brisbane is at Norwood Oval. And, and honestly, because both of them were top eight sides and will generally, by round five, you would think they're going to be top eight sides then, playing at, playing at a random football oval. I'm not saying Norwood's a bad oval. I just would have thought them at Adelaide Oval would have been a little bit um, mm-hmm. more, I guess, more entertaining for, for the fans. But... You know, the AFL knows what they're doing. I don't I don't want to get involved, but I am excited. I think this is great. And I think next year it should be in Perth. <laughs> be, you definitely got a possibility. It'd be fascinating to see. I, I know that originally the argument was between New South Wales and SA, and SA won it with what I what I think is kind of telling the AFL that we don't want to we don't we don't want to kind of be a sloppy second, shall we say I, I Again, we I don't really want to go into the connotation <laughs> of that. I like that. But but I but I, I, like I but I under, I understand. My 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 thing will be is, is that besides the port and the Adelaide game, how will local footy fans will they go and support? I mean, there will be there'll be fans from Victoria, there'll be fans from New South Wales and WA that'll come. Will they pack out the stadiums? No, I think SA fans have to no. come if they want to pack out some of the many of these games. I think the the SA local have to come. I think they will. They're 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 footy they're footy crazy enough. I think they will. But it'll be interesting to see. Will there be dud games that are only have like five thousand people? It'll be fascinating to see that. So we jump to it. We'll, we'll, we'll put you. We'll put you in the stands. I've as as I've said. I've I haven't been to Australia. It's on my bucket list. I plan on going to this. So I'm gathering some information on some of the, with these last with, with a couple of these questions when you go to the footy what is your go-to food at the footy i'll be very honest honest with you donnie um being italian <laughs> my zia <laughs> so my mom's sister she makes us cutlet rolls <laughs> awesome we have cutlet schnitzel is that what you want to call it so she we have um so my uncle and, and my cousin they have uh cutlet with like chili and some other stuff in there, and I just have a plain cutlet roll with um, tomato and cheese and some some lettuce. So we don't. I don't. I don't really uh, want to get up off my seat too often to go get food. Mm-hmm. Um, not really my thing. And then even drink wise, no, I don't really drink at the footy. I prefer to concentrate one hundred and ten percent. If I have one, it'll be just before the start. But no, nah, I don't. I don't get off my seat to be fair. I don't want to go to the toilet a hundred times either. So. I'm not a big, I don't eat at the footy. It's not my thing. I don't care about food at the footy, <laughs> but we do. My auntie makes us cutlet rolls, so we're pretty lucky. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and everybody, everybody's, yeah. I, I know the, the most popular one is the obvious is the, is the, is the, the meat pie. And then, but I've, I've had some people that one, one gentleman that I spoke with was vegan. So he has, he has the hot chips. 
So every everybody's different. So it's just interesting to see to, to hear some of the people's different reactions. And then when you go to the game, where is your ideal place to sit to watch the footy? In a box. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to, and I'm Donnie, whenever you come to Australia, I think you've got to try and score yourself in one of those VIP boxes. I've done one at the MCG. We went uh, to one of the rooms and we got this awesome meal and, and free drinks. And then we sat in the right smack bam in the middle of the MCG on the middle level. Oh, it was amazing. But um, if you can get into a box, that's the way to go. Otherwise, to be fair, I, I don't like to sit on the lower levels. I can't see very well. I don't know why. I've got bad eyesight somewhere in the family. <laughs> um, so to me, it's, yeah, a middle level uh, is pretty good. Um, if you can get in the middle, so be it. But if you, like, we've only been Eagles members since 2001. Um, so we haven't been able to get into like the captain's area, which you pretty much have been there since uh, 1987. Um, which they generally sit in the middle of the oval more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And obviously that price goes up to $1,200, $1,300. I know that doesn't sound too much for you, Donnie, because someone told me their um, Eagles membership was $8,000 and I just cannot believe that. We're talking mm -hmm. Philadelphia Eagles, $8,000. 10 tickets. games a year, is it? For season, for season tickets, yep. It's not really a membership. Yeah. It's just season tickets. So you, basically all you're paying for is... Yeah. You're getting a reduced. You're getting reduced rate for each of those tickets. Is basically what we don't have memberships over here. Is as as I've kind of I, they're like, what do you guys have? It's like, well, because we have billionaire owners, there's no. You're not paying for memberships. You're not paying to kind of be part of the club. What you're paying for is you're paying for the seat that you're sitting in. That's basically all you're getting. You may get a hat. You may get a T-shirt. You may get a thank you note, but that's it. Like. I, it's one of the things I tell many, I tell many Australians, I said, when I get my membership pack every year, and again, it's, it's, it's an international one. So it's not nearly as intricate sometimes as the Australian ones, but I'm fascinated because I'm getting something and I'm really, all I'm getting is, is a membership to be able to watch it online through the watch AFL app, which is how I watch all the games live. And then whatever they send me. And I'm grateful for that because Again, I can't go to the games. I'm 13,000 kilometers away from Sydney, as yeah. I told many people. I can't get there very quickly. It's going to take me almost a day and a half to get there. So to get the membership packs for me is really cool, where it's like with season tickets over here, you get a ticket, you maybe get a few, but that's it. There's nothing else guaranteed. You may get a guarantee for a playoff ticket here, maybe two. And you're not guaranteed Super Bowl tickets where memberships over in Australia, you can get a membership where you're guaranteed if your team goes, you got a grand final ticket in your hand. So I think that's yeah. that's kind of where there's a tiny bit, a little bit of a difference. So it, it's very, very weird. But that's, yeah, the season tickets, I mean, some of them, I mean, if you get certain tickets, like 50 yard line, certain ones, you're, you're 1200 5000 6000 $7,000 wow. for 10 games. So, I mean, it's not cheap, unfortunately. So, I know. I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think, you, yeah, it's not cheap. But in saying that, West Coast has really copped out the last three years. We've just gotten a voucher to spend at the, the team store. Mm -hmm. um, I guess they blamed COVID. I mean, my, my son, his, his membership packet, which is a kid's packet, they mm -hmm. get something. They get like a lunchbox or a bottle yeah. with their name on it mm -hmm. um, or a t shirt with their yeah. name on it, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, so, but for the adults, yeah, I, we got literally a, a, a voucher to use at the team store, which is not a problem because I think when you, when they change sponsors, you do want to buy a new shirt or a new jersey anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, but yeah, I think, I think the clubs need to step up on that bit a bit. We, the fans give a lot to, to footy clubs. Um, we give mm -hmm. our time, we give our passion. Uh, we, we, you know, I think that's the best thing you're right. Membership is good. And yeah, the hard and the hard earned money, plain, plain and simply, those clubs can't run without the memberships for sure. So, no. all right, and they can't run without fans. <laughs> 100% agree. So, I always end my episodes with this question because I think this is fascinating because there's so many different ways this can go. I'm going to ask this favorite game of footy you have ever seen live at the ground, doesn't matter. Favorite game of footy you have ever seen, Donnie, you're stumping me. Um, I love all, nah, 2018 grand final. I can't go past it. I, I can't go past it. I will, I'm not joking. I was a month away from getting married. So I didn't go to the game. Mm -hmm. uh, my cousin Nicholas went, he went without me. 
a little bastard. No, <laughs> <laughs> he had to go. He was only young. <laughs> and um, and I really wanted to go again. I was literally one month away from getting married, and um, you know, people that are getting married know it's not cheap to get married. So to to, to fork out five grand to go to to a grand final is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was sitting there in the first quarter, and I looked at my husband to be, and I and my best friend. And I said, "We're not winning this." I said, "It's fucking over." I said, "I can't believe it." And whatever happened for the next three quarters is something that I honestly, I had an antibody body experience. Uh, the, the, I was so ecstatic and um, I guess, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't actually remember the last five minutes um, because I don't know. I was just expecting us not to win. I don't know. And, and just to, be able to re I've rewatched that game numerous times because I think how the fuck did we win that? I don't know whether Collingwood just stopped or West Coast just said, nah, we can do this. And yeah, no, I, I think it's probably one of the most my most memorable games um in terms of the grand final. In terms of watching, I think there was a preliminary final against Carlton once. Um and we won that and I think we won that in the last five minutes. And I think we already won that by a small margin too. Mm -hmm. And it was at, um, I'm sure it was at uh, Patterson's back then. And I just remember the floor rumbling. Like it rumbled, like people were screaming. It just rumbled. That was probably one of the finals that I definitely remember is, is the Carlton Eagles one. Um, and they were good then, Carlton. I mean, I don't think that they're bad, Carlton. I think they're really unlucky to miss out uh, last this, this season. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of memorable, right? There's a lot, but I think, yeah, the 2018 grand final sticks out a lot. I don't think you'll ever get a better grand final in the last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, Maybe 06 and 05. Well, if, 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 yeah, if you go back to, if you go back 20 years, 05, 06, and 12 was good. Um, I think 10 is underrated the first game that was a draw. I think that game was relative. Yeah. That was Love a really that. good one. Like I've told some people, I, 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 I told this story in a podcast before, but I found it funny is, is that I was playing footy at the time and we had a grand final party and it's like one, it's like midnight as the, like, as the game is getting going and we're all over to buddy's house and we get to the end of the game, the final siren goes and we all look at our Australian, like the one Australian that we had on the team. We go, Frad, um, they're going to do overtime. He looks at us dead pan and goes, Nope, they come back next week. And we all went, what? <laughs> Yeah, like it, you could hear a pin drop in the entire room because he deadpanned us so good. It was hilarious. He goes, nope, come back next week for a replay. We went, really? He goes, yep, come back next week. And we so we couldn't, so it was literally, we left the party. Nobody had won a grand final. And we just, there was this, this weird, eerie kind of thought process and we didn't have a party the next week. And so I watched the grand final at home, but it was just hilarious because he deadpanned the shit out of us. He was like, yep. Nope. Come back next week. That was, that was, it was awesome. And I oh, would yeah. say, I'm with you, Johnny. That was probably one of the best non-West Coast grand finals that I've ever watched. I actually turned to like everyone I was in. I'm like, you know, this is never going to happen again. I said, they will never let this happen again. They changed the rule because after that. People year. can't. Yeah. They changed, <laughs> they changed the, rule the rule. They don't want people, they don't want people not to come back the week after. They didn't want to reissue grand final tickets again. And people had to buy them again. Yep. So you had to you buy, know, it, like, buy them. We can't, we can't fucking do that. We can't fucking make these people pay twice. We can't make them stay in Melbourne another week if they're not from Melbourne. So, you know, I think the draw, if you ever want to watch a really, I mean, that game should have been won by St. Kilda. I don't care I agree. what anyone says. I they should have won that game. St. Um, um, Kilda made a couple of errors in that game. I think if they didn't make it, they, they have themselves their second flag. Uh, 100 yeah. agree and then 09 yeah. the year before with geelong and st kilda was a really good one too that geelong that geelong one late that i thought was another absolutely fantastic one so th there's there's yeah. so many there's so many good ones so the last many. 20 the last 20 yeah. years have had some really good finals they've had some duds i mean this year the gws versus richmond were were stinkers i mean uh, let's just be honest they were stinkers it, those are the games you turn off after the first quarter because it was i mean done like dinner it was over but yeah, when you have the West Coast Collingwood game that, that comes down to a Dom Sheed kick that I, I most people, even West Coast fans, I've heard say they didn't expect Dom Sheed to, to slot that, and we nope. did. They were all like, "You beauty!" <laughs> oh, I 
literally, like all my mates and everyone looked at me and they're like, is he going to kick it? And I literally just put my head down because in my mind, I'm like, he's not kicking this. He's not kicking this. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> better chance of kicking it. it out in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I was, I was thinking he was kicking it like way left and it wasn't even going to go anywhere near the goals, to be fair. But he kicked that like... Gun barrel straight. It didn't move. Yeah. That thing dead eye straight. Yeah. What a, it, well, and, and the, the camera, the camera angle, the camera angle behind him was was absolutely fantastic because Amazing. when they zoomed to the forward in the Collingwood, people are like, oh, <laughs> the background is <laughs> absolute gold. So I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. I broke a rib at that point. So oh boy, I got jumped on by about thirty mates. So I broke a rib at that point. But I'm okay. <laughs> I'll survive. Alrighty, Laz, <laughs> this is this has been absolutely fantastic. I I I we 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 connect we connected when I when I chit chatted with you a little bit. It's been fantastic being able to talk with you, though not in person, though we are virtually. It's it's been fantastic to talk with you. Thank you for sharing your Eagles love with me. I genuinely appreciate it. Thank you so much for this. This has been a fantastic chat. Anytime, Coach Donnie, you're an absolute champion. And I love that an American loves Australian uh, football as much as an Australian loves Australian football. So, uh, look, I'm not going to say good luck to you, Swans. I just can't do that. I'm sorry, Donnie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't stand the Swans. <laughs> you broke my heart as a young girl, so I'm not giving you that satisfaction. But uh, it was a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad to be on, and I, I hope uh, the Americans out there enjoy this and also the Australians. So thank you very much. And I, I have to go to work now, so... You know, it's 9-12 here in South Australia and it's time for me to go to work. <laughs> All righty. Well, I will let you go to work. Ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out. I'm going to try to get these conversations in. We are in off-season footy mode. We're going to keep talking. I'm going to try to get some more AFLW players. I'm trying to also connect with podcasts. So if you know any podcast from each of the 18 AFL squads, please reach out on social media and let me know what are the podcasts to listen to. I want to get some inside information from some of these podcasts, some of these fans from each of the clubs. Keep an eye out on that one on the mission for that. We're going to get to the AFL season very, very soon. Let's have some fun with footy in the off season and we will be back very, very soon.